0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode six of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Mitchell from the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, EB Academics. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to keep students engaged through the end of the school year. I know those last few weeks and days of the year can be a challenge to maintain student interest. So let's get started. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. All right. So I am super excited to get into today's episode because I'll be sharing one of my very favorite end of the year ideas that you can easily take and implement in your classroom right away as we gear up for the end of the school year. Now, I don't know about you, but as summer quickly approaches, I may or may not be counting down the days to freedom just like my students. And if you're like me, you can't wait for warmer weather and carefree days with no alarm clock. Sounds glorious, doesn't it? But we need to cross off one of the biggest hurdles of the school year before we do that. And that is keeping our kids engaged in their learning even with summer just on the horizon. So today, the idea that I will be walking you through is something that will not only have your students engaged, but it'll make you look forward to going to school. It'll make you and your kids laugh out loud, and I promise it's going to put smiles on everyone's faces. So I'm super excited to share this with you today. So here's what it is, and here's how it works. Once the, I've, uh, so we get towards the end of the year, right? And once I've wrapped up my final unit with my students, and while there still might be like a handful of days left in the school year, I tell my kids that we are going to be getting a jump start on summer and that we will be headed off to camp together. Sounds interesting, right? Do you see where this might be going? Summer camp, anybody? Um, exactly. That's exactly what we're going to be doing. I put together a fun summer camp classroom transformation, and it is so awesome. I decorate the classroom with like super simple cla- uh, camp like decor. I got a fake fire pit. I have some signposts that say like lake or registration, things like that. Um, I even cut out some trees from like green construction paper, hang up outdoor lights put little lanterns on student desks with like s'more food items, like, you know, chocolate, marshmallows, uh, graham crackers, right? You get the idea. So I set up the classroom with, it's not like this super over the top classroom transformation. It's fairly easy compared to some of the other crazy things you might see online, but it goes so far with the kids. And what I love about this is that you can go as big or as little as you want to with that classroom transformation. And if you really want to go all out, and I haven't done this yet, but I think I might do it this year, is you could dress up like a camp counselor, right? How much would your students just love that if they walked in and see you dressed up like a camp counselor one day? And the point in doing the summer camp classroom transformation is, yes, to get your students curious and motivated, and they're going to be engaged and excited as soon as they walk into their classroom and see that transformation. But it's not just that, right? We don't want to just leave it at that. No, we still have to keep things academic, right? So as soon as students walk in, they see a big sign that reads, welcome to camp s'more writing. Get it? Like s'mores, right? It's kind of lame, but it's also kind of awesome. And obviously at this camp s'more writing, we're going to be focusing on, you guessed it, writing. So essentially, this classroom transformation becomes like that overarching theme that my writing games that I put together really play off of. So at Camp S'more Writing, students are practicing like a ton of writing skills that we've learned over our year together. And it ends up being like three to four days of just super incredible fun and honestly, some incredible learning. I wish it was something that I could do like every day of the year, but that's just not feasible. So I'm going to walk you through exactly what I do so that you can do the same exact thing with your students too, because I'm telling you it's freaking awesome. So prior to the first day of camp, I like to organize my students into teams and then I assign each team a camp color and a pennant. So like I'm thinking back to the days of like, you know, old school camps from like the 50s that maybe our parents went to type thing. So they each have a camp color, like a team color and then a pennant that is for their team. And then i sit down and I kind of organize and I figure out what skills I want my students to review. And then I take those skills and I turn them into fun like camp games. And I'm going to give you some ideas of what those camp games are a little bit later in this episode. But just to give you an idea of the types of skills that I that I focus on, um, I do things like utilizing stronger vocabulary words, uh, sentence structure, sentence types, uh, figurative language, things like that. And when I create those various games that students are gonna participate in at Camp Smore Writing, I also like to throw in like a few just for fun games. And I think of like Sandman from camp as morbid of it is looking back as it as looking back at that game as an adult. But it was so fun as a kid. And then once students come into class on that first day of camp, put them in their teams, I give them their team color, I give them their team pennant, and I say, let the games begin, right? And they are just stoked. Their eyes are just lit up with excitement. They can't believe that we're actually doing this. And students will then work as a team to complete each writing game that I have created for them. And then as students complete the games, they get certain points for whichever place they come in in that specific game. And throughout those three to four days, we keep track of each team's points for each game. And we put them on like this huge scoring sheet that I have hanging up in the classroom. And then on the last day of camp, the winning team gets some sort of prize. And I usually buy like cake pops from Starbucks for them because my kids just to go nuts for those for some reason, but you could make cookies or I don't know, you could come up with some fun prize for them, whatever works best for you and your kids. So that's what the whole camp experience looks like, right? But I want to break down and explain some of the writing games that we actually do so that you can kind of take them, put your own spin on it or do whatever you want to do with your kids. Because really, like I want you to be able to go back into your classroom and I want you to be able to do the same exact thing because it's just so, so fun. So one of the first skills that I have students review is stronger word choice. This is something that we go over continuously throughout the year. I mean, talk about just going over the same thing over and over again, but it's super important. And so it's a fun way to review this at the end of the year. Um, So the game that I come up with is kind of like a watermelon eating contest. And my students have to come up with unique synonyms for tired words. So let me explain how watermelon eating contest and tired words go together. So what I'll do is I'll put one of like a tired word on the board like very or said or something like that. And then I'll give students a slice of watermelon. And students are then challenged to list as many words as there are seeds in the watermelon slice that I just gave them. And for every word a team has that no other team has come up with, a point is earned for that team with the original word. And it's fun, and, but you don't have to use like real watermelon slices for this activity. You could just do some printed out clip art of watermelon slices, or you could even use construction paper and just draw little um, seeds on the watermelons if you'd like, um, however you want to set it up. But it's cool to have real watermelons because then they get to eat them and it really feels like camp. So that's one of the first um, games that I have my students do. The next skill that I like to have my students work on is sentence types. So I'm talking simple, compound, complex, compound, complex sentences. And students review this specific skill through this quote unquote like archery game that I created where they practice throwing kind of like arrows at a bullseye, but not real arrows in real life. Um, I cut cut them out and I make like a fake bullseye with paper and stuff like that. And depending on which part of the target the students choose, they then must create a simple compound complex or compound complex sentence. And like I said, it's not like this real archery game with real bows and arrows, but it's just a fun little printed out activity for students. And this one's really um, a crowd favorite. They love this one every year. So you can kind of start to see how I take these skills and turn them into games that are with that camp theme so that it really stays within that camp's more writing overarching summer camp idea. Um, One other thing that I want to share with you, one other activity is I do always do like a scavenger hunt for figurative language where teams compete to find examples of similes, metaphors, hyperboles, you know, all different types of figurative language within a short story that I give them. So that's really fun, too, because they're racing against each other, but they're also having to really look at the text and analyze it to make sure that they get all the figurative language. And I just love that one. So again, like I said, each of these games are focused on various writing skills that we've covered throughout the school year. And I do about like five or four more games than that. But hopefully sharing these three will kind of give you a good idea of what those games can look like. Um, But when you come up with them on your own, if you want to, it's important to really keep that overall experience of the um, camp theme. So when you're coming up with the games, try to Go with it with that frame of mind through that lens of camp theme, summer camp themed. So one last thing that I do like to do before we wrap everything up with our Camp S'more writing is I like to pass out camp awards to individual students who really stood out in their team. So I have each team award each member of their group one of the fun awards that I've created. And some of those awards are things like Happy Camper or Busy Beaver or the Stick With It Award crazy for camp award, fun things like that. And it's just a really cute little way to kind of wrap everything up. So there you have it. My students love participating in these activities, and I love how focused they are on learning while they're still having fun. And it's such a great way to just end the year together, you know, transition into summer. And it's something that I so look forward to every single year. So if you're interested in seeing, you know, each and every game that I do with my students, plus all of the other decor items that I use, like you want to see pictures and stuff like that, I actually put together a blog post for you that you can access via the show notes for this episode. So just head over to ebacademics.com forward slash six, and you can access the show notes there. Um, But hopefully that gives you some good ideas for creating your own camp s'more writing for the very end of the year, those last few days of school to really just end the year with a bang. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today and make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode in the future. And I would love for you to leave me a review. Just share with me your thoughts. Let me know how you're enjoying this podcast. I love hearing from you guys and it means the world to me. So thank you so much for joining me.